Hey, everybody, welcome <laughs> to Talk Radio. I'm David Humphrey. And I'm Sean Sellers. What's up, man? How you doing tonight? How are you, sir? Man, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm just I'm just re- excited about the show. Been a long time, but I'm really good, yeah. ready to go, laid back. Are, are you Are you even in the country? You know what? I, you know, I got to tell you this. I, I'm outside the country right now. I'm in an undisclosed location, working on yeah. some top secret things. But yes. you know, I'll be back in the states next week for sure. Well, you know, I was undercover last week trying to learn more about aliens and spacecraft and stuff. And I just totally gave up, man. I mean, I, I mean, it, there's no need for it because the spaceships are not even going to come to Earth anymore. No, no, they're not. I mean, they they they've been here a long time now, man. They're 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 underground. Admiral Byrd <laughs> unveiled it back in the day. You know, the Hollow Earth theory, the Nazis, everything else. They've been here a long time. They're just underground. And then they, they realized how humans really treat each other, and they left. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or, or, you know, all these people that goes missing and don't turn up over and over again, They you know, that's because they feed the reptilians on the ground. Yes, yes. Speaking of feeding some reptilians, you know, we had talked this weekend about reflection and reflecting on ourselves. And, and with everything going crazy in the world today, you know, strange things, um, you know, between politics and how technology is going so fast in the world, do you really think people even seek enlightenment or wisdom or truth, or do they just wait for somebody to, uh, someone to tell them basically what to believe in, what to do, how to act, almost like a robot? Do you think even people seek, seek any truth? You know, I do think there's a percentage of people that do seek the truth and they question things and they're out there. And I think that I think that that there are more of them out there than a lot of us realize. But at the same time, there's a lot of people here that that are sheep and they're being led astray by their churches, by their schools, by their religions and everything else. And they're basically sheep and of the government. and Whatever they feed you, you eat it. <clears throat> and well, I've seen a lot of that lately. I've seen two you know, where people won't even think on their own. They, it, it's almost like they have to have somebody to even think for them. You know, people are almost scared to make decisions nowadays. They, they want somebody to help make decisions for them. Uh, I mean, so, you know, this, this is, these are really tough times for everybody, you know, mm. financially, economically. I mean, same thing, financially, economically, but financially, you know, physically, well, spiritually, where their home is, people are scared, people are lost. The dynamics of family the structure of a, of a father and a mother and a children that the values are broken down. There's, there's no security, no safety net, and there's no leaders to follow. And let me break that down with economics and financially. Financially working from check to check as most Americans do. We, I think we're going to go into a huge recession within the next, actually within this year. I think that, job force with and, and this is with every business that has a help wanted sign out all over Montgomery, Alabama. And I've talked to other people throughout the state and outside the state of Alabama. There's there's somebody's hiring at all times. Yes, it's part time. You know, you may have to work two part time jobs, but I feel like we're gonna have a collapse from for a financial collapse economically with you know wood and timber is outrageous right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, supplies outrageous right now. But yet, 
the market, the housing markets dropped, you know, still, but yet it costs more to build a house because of the supplies. And also gas, you know, everybody's bitching about gas. Gas is going to go up to probably, I'll look in the high, maybe 360, 70 by July 4th. Yes. And, but that's just the times we live in. Do I see things could get better? Actually, Sean, I think I do. I think I, if you if you get away from the news and you get away from all the garbage and all the stuff that people are shoving down your throat and start living yeah. your life and then even reflecting on yourself, and I want to go back into reflection because we had talked about that Saturday night. You know, when people truly reflect on themselves, do do you think it's just the good or the bad or both, or is, is it do they people take time to reflect because of their ego? I, I you know I think you reflect for many reasons. I think, but I think a lot of times a true reflection of like a true you have to you have to live through the good times. You have to relive the bad times. You have to correct the things you've done wrong. You have to rethink things and change it with your thoughts. And I think a true reflection is that you really have to look at who you are where you are, where you've been, you have to stay true to your roots. And then once you do that, you have to truly make, make a decision is, is, you know, my past and, and where I'm going, am I going to take these, these, the, the, the family traits of alcoholism, the family traits of abuse, the family traits of depression. Am I going to take these and let these events of my family and these, these generational curses, am I going to let these haunt me and I'll continue to carry the pain or am I going to let them use them almost as my guide, my spiritual guide, to remind me of something I'm not going to be? I think we reflect. The only way to reflect is a way to improve our soul. And I think it's truly a time for us to reach an enlightenment state and, and more, even more and more in touch with one. You know, the I think if you really think about it, what's going to happen with the economy, what's going to happen to all these things completely out of our control. But what is in our control is our own spiritual body, our mind and our soul and where we are and who we want to be. And we've got to truly start working on that and healing our rooms and growing the way God wants us to. I know we talk a lot in our shows throughout the years. We, we kind of go in our, our ups and downs, our life lessons. Um, do you feel like, with your age now, are you really living, like, have you had that time in the past, let's say this past year, the end of 2019, all of 2020, did you do self-reflection then or are you doing it now? Because if you really look at everybody on the same uh, path or everybody's kind of on a journey, you know, they say you don't start really living life till after 40. I think it's after about 44. You know, I felt like my life had uh, started in a better position, you know, after 44. You know, I absolutely. I, you know, here's, you know, I've, one of the things about growing up is I was very blessed to the fact that it was always instilled to me that you're either growing or living. And, you know, I, I, I absolutely lived. I traveled. We, we mm-hmm. both, we've all did things that a lot of people only dream of. And and we and the, and the organizations we belong to, the secret societies, the the spiritual work, the paranormal work, who we work with, where we've been, I I, I thank God every day for that opportunity. 
but I also uh, regret the point that I didn't handle it in a more mature and appreciative way. And I think that's where you come into at our age is that we kind of grow. And as we reflect, you know, through life, they, you know, life is seasons and we forget about that so much. And whatever season we're in, we got to learn to appreciate it and deal with it. And I think that reflection is as you go back and look and, and at my age and where I'm at right now, you know, I'm single. I have, you know, you can look at a lot of the things I've had. Three homes is gone. I've had all these things, and you know, I don't have a lot to show for it. That's not true. And you, and sometimes the devil works on you, and he comes and he makes you seem like it's less, and you get attacked in a lot of different fronts because the spiritual war is not only being fought in the physical world; it's also being fought in our own personal and spiritual world. So you have to reflect and and and, and see how God's working in your life. And I think as you grow older, you reflect in different ways. Now, I read an article when we were, I was actually writing some notes for the show tonight. And I read an article that I actually, I, I, I truly just don't, I, I understand what, why they wrote the article. It don't work for me. But, you know, whatever. but they're saying a lot of psychologists are saying that, that too much self-reflection is bad for you because of your work and your health. And I kind of disagree because I know that when, when I just say, Hey man, I got to take a weekend off to reflect on like my problems or issues or just the way things are going. I yeah. found myself, uh, having more quiet time, writing in my journals, walking or working out and even meditating just to self reflect on like if a problem or issue had come up. Yeah. It actually helps me. And I look at the things that I've done wrong now, I don't overanalyze them, but I do look at things I wish I could have changed, but yet this is a life lesson and we're all on this journey moving forward because you have to be moving forward. Um, and then knowing yourself as an individual, like knowing yourself in a deeper way, your true, you know, your spirit, your mind, your actions, behavior, you know, knowing right from wrong and then learning from these lessons it's it's amazing to actually see how once you become 40, you're kind of like at the crossroads. 41, you kind of got a question mark. 42, well, I think I'm going in this right direction. <coughs> 43 and 44, you completely go a different route. But then your circle of friends and, you're, and everything you're doing you kind of see from a different light or a different perspective of everything that you've done. And here we are at 44, 45. And now we're starting to kind of live life. I think, do, I mean, can you, do you agree I, with it? Or you I don't, I, I don't. I think, I mean, if you get back to just how hard it was for us to get out this past Saturday night, that's us staying at home and us not experiencing things. You're not getting out laughing. You're not finding these things to do. That you, they know the similarities are just getting out doing, and we refine ourselves in the in, in the safety of our home, and sometimes it becomes a lonely and almost like a jail cell where we don't get out and grow and do the things that used to make us happy, the pure things. And I and you know one of the big things that you know a lot of mainstream media and everything else are you know they put this out that it's not good to reflect, it's not good to do these things because mm-hmm. anything they don't want you to get to know God, they'll turn you away from it. And I, and I really feel that when you start to reflect, normally you're at a really lonely place. And sometimes at your loneliest place is the only place you can hear God. And I think sometimes some of us are so hard-headed, we spend a lot more time there. 
and we decide to stay lonely and still not listen, and we get to the point where we have to listen. But sometimes that's the only place we can hear God talk to us, and we block him out. We hear him on all the other things, but the things we don't want to hear, we block that out to the then it takes us to get to that lonely place to reflect. And, you know, I think if you go back to our lives, I think many of us, we, we say one thing, but we don't all, we don't portray it because we are almost programmed to, to, to take care of everybody else around us, to make everybody else happy, to make everybody else comfortable. We're scrambling to reinvent ourselves and find something where we can find that worthiness again. And a lot of times, I mean, we're, you're living in a, we're, we're putting forth a false person of who we really are because we're, we're in a constant battle with that person that looks back at the mirror that tells you, this is this, that tells you all the things you don't want to hear instead of the things you should want to hear. <clears throat> and that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like after, let, let's not say April 9th, let's go to Memorial Day weekend, May, the end of May. Yeah. Can, can we get back to some common ground of living again? Or do you still see um, restrictions? I mean, are we ever going to get back to where we can get out and people can do things? And are we just still going to have this damn like plague or black cloud over us that's basically controlled by our government? I really feel like, and this is just my honest opinion, it it depends on if they can get at least 70% of the population with the mark of the beast. Didn't you think we can live freely? Yes. And you in your mind, but not in your soul. And that and that's what a lot of us wanting. And 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 that and that's the restrictions we're dealing with. Hmm. That's very because because here because here's because. the thing. What 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 we what we've called freedom and then what we've enjoyed, it was freedom, but at the same time we was we we've always been we're slaves to our home, to our jobs to all these things because we have to do this stuff. We're tied down. Mm-hmm. We have, we're, we're, we're slaves. We're tied down. And then when they absolutely took our freedoms away, they, they slacked us down even tighter. Now they let the, and then they get you marked with the beast where your DNA's changed and all this stuff starts to happen. And then they'll let you back in society for a false happiness. And where, where would, I mean, so you, you see that happening here soon. I mean, you know, I, I do. I mean, I, I, you know, you know, I'm I'm terrified about. I'm still terrified about what's happening. I mean, nothing's changed. Nothing. My feelings has not changed as it was a year ago, when everything started going down. I mean, we're still in the same thing. This is this is all planned. All everything's happening for a reason. This is this is everything is going right along with their plan. Now they're getting everybody taking these vaccination shots, all these things, and then it's just. I mean, it's a process of, of restricting us. And then they're going to make you, if you don't have it, they're going to make you have ID cards. I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, I mean, it's the mark of the beast. I really believe it. Do you, and it I mean, I mean I, that's my opinion. Do you feel like the educational system is going to make all teachers have to have the uh, injections? Yes, I do. I think they're going to try it. And I think they'll try it in certain um, areas that they, they can demographically uh, promote it in a loud and unintelligent way where it'll force them to do it. Hmm. And, you know, I say it all the time with everything, follow the money. And, of course, everything's driven by money now. Uh, um, It's just, you know, it's how 
how this country and world runs is money. Um, I do want to jump into something that, that happened this past week that we've actually followed from 2013. Yeah. That is the opening case of Kendrick Johnson. Yes, and yes. That, that's, that's really good. Um, yes. you, are you are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry, brother. Can you yes. Hear me? Okay. Okay. Um, let's talk about Kendrick Johnson. Lowndes High School, okay. Valdosta, Georgia. Um, he was the kid that was rolled up in the mat. Uh, started out as a uh, supposedly accident. They did an investigation with an autopsy. They concluded that the death was accidental. Uh, private pathologist come in for second autopsy, showed that he died from blunt trauma. Then it, that was 2013, uh, January. October 31st, 2013, the U.S. attorney did a formal review saying that, you know, this case was really over. Then I'm sure the family had a bunch of lawsuits going back and forth. June 20th of 2016, the U.S. Department of Justice said that filing any criminal charges to this case was not going to happen. Um, of course, the Johnson lawsuit was $100 million with 38 individuals. And then you had the conspiracy theories, which I have my own opinions on it. Two uh, friends that went to the school, they were with the FBI agents, the sheriff of the town. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the lawsuit was... Uh, withdrawn uh the sheriff's office still had a lot which this is going on right now they have a ton of internal battles going on with that department uh the new case has uh brought up way more questions than answers but yet they're going to open it up for a set of fresh eyes and i know you followed this from day one as i have and yeah. it was a local activist really pushed this this time but remember, this kid's been had three autopsies, and I'm going to I'm going to bring it up, and then Sean, I want you to go back and talk about the organs missing in the funeral home. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, he was found in a mat. The organs were missing. All right, in 2014, an anonymous letter email was sent that somebody knows who did it, and they had been talking about this at parties. People were getting drunk talking about it. And my personal opinion with a lot of this stuff is they should go in there and charge any law enforcement agency or officer with obstruction of justice if they found that this case has been basically falsified. And then and then this email had explicit things leading up to this to where basically Kendrick was with this girl. They had sex. Uh, that was one of the boys, um, the Bell boys, you know, his girlfriend, uh, they had problems. They had problems on the football uh, trip. Uh, and basically, Kendrick got in a love triangle, and the boys didn't like it. So they conspired up to get him to come to the gym, where I personally think that one of those girls got him to go in the gym. He met the two sons, um, and one hit him across the head. They rolled him up, 
and left them. Now, the, if it wasn't important, and, and again, the attorney said that this was not credible information from this email, but yet another, the U.S. Attorney's Office is trying to subpoena to get the IP address to look back into it. One yeah. thing that really stuck out was the kid wearing, he was wearing white shoes, but in front of the mat, he had black shoes on. That was <clears throat> yeah. Now, jump into it because well, well, Dwight, you know, he the, they said he actually dove down in the mat to, to retrieve one of his shoes that was missing, and he got hung in the mat and suffocated. Um, it was one of those cases, like, when I first heard about it, it, it just didn't make any sense. And when you started looking into it, you started doing some research and, and, and following some people and what they were saying about it. One of the things that stood out is the first time they exhumed the body to do the autopsy is that they found out the organs. It was the second time they Correct. Uh, yeah, present all the organs was gone out of the body, and then you know, then you get into the fact that the same coroner or whatever that handled uh, his body actually also handled Trayvon Martin in Florida, which don't make any sense. Then you and you start looking at things that absolutely does not make any sense, and the weird connections and everything else. Regards to the two brothers, possible war. There's, there's accusations of roid rages. There's accusation that they they tricked them, hit them with the weight, and did it. Their father's an FBI, but then you start really digging into something that's almost almost a little more sinister than you than normal when you start looking into it. And I think that it was, you know, since day one, you and I think both believed it was murder. Yeah. And I think that, the, but when you start looking at what's happening with the organ donors and the organs being gone and everything else, it, it, that, it just makes the story the, that much stranger. The one thing I would really love to look in with the organs is when they were taken out of them. Did, did they kill them, ramp them up, and then go back that night? I'd love to know did was that body moved? See, we've never heard that. They just said he was wrapped up and left. I personally think that he was killed there, taken somewhere else, brought back. And basically, it was all covered up by one, it was covered up by a lot of lies and a lot of crazy stuff going on. And I think yeah. they used the two brothers as basically. Like the blame game. We're we're gonna do this. This is gonna happen. But we're gonna. We're, you know, you're not gonna get in trouble. But we're gonna kind of say you did it because I think there's a lot more sinister stuff going on in that town. There's a lot more occult activity going on. There, you know, you just look at everything else going on now in 2021, and this was in 2013. I mean, Georgia's another hot spot in the south. Yeah. Um, do you think the family's going to get the justice they deserve? You know what? I, I think they'll get justice, but it probably won't be the, the real justice. I think there's there's just a strange, sinister undertone when you start getting into the same corner. When he picked the body up, the body was dropped off. Why did he take the organs? And now I've always kind of felt since the beginning it was some type of sacrificial incident where regards to to higher ups there because you have the same corner that handled handled both parties and we've talked about before the the timeline of discrepancies and stuff with the trade with the Trayvon Martin case and different things like that and actually where Zimmerman lived none of these things actually make sense and all, they all start to tie together in a weird way. I mean, how do, how do you think? You know, I know they they said and it's been on the news everywhere. They wanted yeah. to 
get a fresh set of eyes, investigators looking in it. But you're talking about having a subpoena. They subpoenaed hundreds of kids anyway. And still yeah. supposedly come up with nothing. But yet this yeah. email come out and, you know, and we've ran into private cases that we worked with the same community <laughs> really, of people yeah. going to parties, having drinks, talking about it. But what it is, they're having these drinks and realizing that they've really messed up. And sooner or later, they're going to get caught, supposedly. Yeah. I don't I believe mean, the looking for my shoe crap. I don't believe that at all. If you can find his some autopsy pictures, his face was beaten in. Yeah, it was. Um, do I believe that there was a lover's triangle going on with one of those boys, one of the Rage Royd boys, and that girl? I really believe that. And I believe they did go off to a party together. But I don't know. I just don't know how that's going to be played out because if you look at that, then you got a, it was motivation. It was motivated by basically a racial thing, but yet nobody wants to talk about that. But then again, how did those organs get taken out? Because they, somebody tried to blame the funeral home, which then I believe they, if I'm not mistaken, they, you know, they were like, no, we didn't do it. Yeah. You know, I think it comes down to once again the coroner that picked them up. I think he took them. I really do. But, but if they were to or use the taken organs, by something. Were, like if they were to kill this kid and use the organs, they would have had to keep him. Like, yeah, yeah. Those. That's why I said though. I don't think those organs was taken to be sold. I think they was taken with some type of a sacrificial thing. That's interesting because. That's what I think. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they those those organs weren't taken to be sold on the black market to reuse. You're right. That's that's a great point. No, I, I think they was taken sacrificial. Do you yeah. think? Do you think that kid could have been killed somewhere else, and they brought that kid back there that night? That they took him yeah, really off the school property. I think I always thought if the the when the theory came up about those boys did it, I always thought those boys wouldn't have done it in school and wouldn't have wrapped them up in the mat. And 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 the, and the probability. Think about being in school and how hard it is to wrap a body up in a mat without anybody seeing it, without those cameras, because those cameras caught the kid walking across. Correct. So so I I really think I, I just don't see those boys doing it. <laughs> Like they, it's, with them doing it at the school, never made sense. I, I think, I do. I think he was, it was possibly done somewhere else, and he's putting that matter. It, it's, it could be a lot of different things, but I, I, I what I think they did, they threw him in that mat, suffocated him, and then probably beat him and put him back. It could have been a lot of different things, but I think that him walking through that doorway, I don't think he died soon after. I think it was, it was some other things that went, went, went a different way. Man, wrapping somebody up in a wrestling mat. To me, you know, we I both we both wrestled in junior high, and rolling yeah. that mat out, man, that mat is heavy. It yes. uh, takes a, a few people to do it. It's it's super tight, and then you roll it up on the little uh, wheel rack, and you're talking about putting a body in it. Yeah, and it was standing up. Man, so I mean, the, the, I, mean, it, I don't, I just don't, I just, I don't see you doing that and, and being kind of down low and undercover at the school because if that makes any sense. Well, let me ask something. Do you think the video shows when he walked down the hallway and walked in, was there a, because I think it's as far as it gets, were there a, yeah. uh, 
back door to where maybe he walked through the gym and walked back out? See, I, I don't know. And, I, you know, I don't know that, but I know that expensive of a high school, not what thought of. You would think they would have more cameras, and how come they just got that one shot of that? I, there, there's just That's just something weird about that. Um, and, and, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they did have more videos and it just disappeared. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I just think that, man, we followed this case since 2013. We've talked about it numerous times on different shows. <laughs> yeah. I followed the family and, uh, you know, we're, they're all on Facebook, but you can look at some of these pictures. They released the, a lot of the pictures and then they released the second, I believe autopsy pictures of his face. And I mean, you don't have to be a doctor or rocket science to figure out looking at this kid's picture that something hit him in the head. Yeah. His mouth busted. I mean, his head's busted the bruising, but, uh, I just wish the family would get some justice. I wish that uh, whatever they've been doing would come out. But also with every case that we've worked probably in 10 years, um, you know, it, it seems like it's the same story with a lot of them. the one in Troy, the ones in Mobile. Um, what, what really scares me though, is you can definitely see the difference in the shoes He's got white shoes rolled up in the mat, and the bloody shoe is black and white. That is really sticks out to me. Yeah, when I was looking at all the pictures. And, um... <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's something I we really need to continue to follow and talk about, and, and it's and it's interesting to talk about because there there's so many different angles and so many things that's kind of left unturned there. Um. We, we're pretty much confident to say that he was murdered. Yes, I think absolutely. Definitely oh. was murdered. Man, it's it's just evil right in front of us. <laughs> it is. It's Happens right there. Every day. Yes, sir. Um, hey, what have you been reflecting on lately? <laughs> you know, man, I, I've really just been reflecting on... Uh, now, my biggest thing right now is that since I've been since I was really ill and I'm trying to see is is I'm I, I'm trying to reflect it's not really reflecting it's almost like I'm asking for for a direction to go because mm -hmm. I know I need to I need to I need to do something I just don't know what direction I want to go and take it do you feel like you're at the crossroads again do you feel like you're in that part of your life to where I, I think I think I'm I, I think I'm at a really important part of my life. I just don't know what my purpose is right now. Hmm. But do you know your purpose? No, I don't. I really don't. Do you our purpose? Like, what is your purpose? You know, <laughs> I was asked you know, that, yeah, man, and, and I really couldn't answer it because I was like, purpose. Like, do we really have to have a purpose? Do humans have to have this purpose? Because then I go back into the reflection part of, man, I really don't have to have a purpose. I just, I'm doing what I do as long, you know, that, that goes back to sound body and mind and your health. And then, you know, we're, we're trying to make the world a better place, trying to stay positive. But yet, you know, if, if you're talking about how 
you think you're at a very important part of your life, you know, isn't now a good time to change it or figure it out because you go up and down, up and down as we all do. And now you know what you don't want to do and you know all the things that you do want to do. Does that help you? You know, it don't. You know, I feel like I'm at I'm at peace, kind of. But, you know, you you know, you get to a point when you talk about like reflections, you know, like like I like let's say if you give yourself like 15 hours a day and, and, you, and your entire life is devoted for for for, for other people. And when you come home and you give your give so much of yourself, and when you finally get home, you lay down and you stop for the day, and you take care of your your sons and everybody else, and you realize that you know I'm alone. Mm. But but you say you know I can't live and do this part of the stuff that maybe this is what God wants me to do, and then have anything different the way my life is. So you so when you start trying to say I'm going to live as God kind of wants me to live, and I want to kind of do the things that I think I'm meant to be. And I want to do these things and I want to let, I want to try to be the best role model I can be. I want to try to be the best version of myself and I want to do all these things. But at the same time, and I think when you talk about your purpose, my, I really think a lot of times your purpose is just shining that light, waking people, waking people up and trying to, trying to be as enlightening and as godly as you possibly can be. And, and, and we can all do that. But, you know, when's the last time you've done something for Sean? Well, you know, I don't. We kind I of don't. talked about this Saturday night. And yeah, we did. So strange being out or going to yeah. do something. Yeah. You know, I was very adamant about, like, I didn't really want to go, but I'm so glad I did because, man, I thoroughly enjoyed myself just getting out, being yeah. out, you know, uh, you know, sitting outside, enjoying, you know, our life and talking and fellowship and talking to other people. But, you know, we we do help a lot of people that we we do try to do everything we can for others, but don't you feel like you gotta have some Sean time? You know, I do, but I mean but I just I just hadn't had that time. And I think that's well, something I'm gonna have to do in the future. Well let me ask you something. Have you had this happen when you decide to have your time right? Yeah. And everybody that knows us knows that we stay busy because I always joke around. I don't take any days off. I work no, uh, eight days or Eight, seven, you know, what did I just say eight days a week? <laughs> yeah. That there I go. I need my rest time. Yes. Um we we don't really take off, but yet if I want some David time, I'm selfish. Do you have you do you ever get that where you go, I'm taking time for me, but yet people will be, Oh, well, you're just why why you you're being selfish. You know, I don't because, you know, I don't ever take it. I and mean, if I ever take any time to myself, I have to sleep because like the day, for example, my day began at 430 and my day hadn't stopped. I came in, I jumped, I, I wolfed down one sandwich and did the radio show. Yeah. I mean, so, so like whenever I do stop for that, I, I, I don't have an opportunity. I don't, there's not really a chance for anybody to tell me. I don't feel that way. Cause I'm just exhausted and I just wear myself out. But yeah, I'm at, to the, I'm at the point you're right though. I'm truly at the point in my life where, where I'm lonely and I'm ready to make some changes and some things personally. And that, and that's something that reflection and things that, that I, I'm really ready to do. Are you excited about it? No. Cause you seem like you're like all over the place with it. No. Are, are you, are you more nervous of the unknown? Because, Let's look at let's look at us as human beings. We we I don't like the unknown. I, you know, I want to at least give me a hint of what's going on so I can 
prepare myself for it. Yeah. You know, I don't like to, you know, I kind of like surprises, but I don't when it comes to life. You know, do you feel like you're, you're fixing to make these moves, but yet, man, I'm a little nervous because I don't know what's fixing to happen. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, here, I, 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 I don't, honestly, I am so discouraged with, with, with people, with adult people a lot of times that rightly where I'm at, it, it's terrifying because I don't trust. I think, I think that's the hardest part because people are not everybody, but the vast majority of people are so controlled with, with, with things. Um, you, I mean, it's, it's, it's just terrifying. So it's, 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 it, it's, it's something that I, I'm not, it's not easy for me. All right. Let me ask you something. Do you feel like we don't trust people? Cause like I, I actually had these conversations today. Yeah. And this is almost an everyday conversation. Do you, do you feel like we we have problems with other people and where we don't trust because of all of the things that happened to us in our journey to get here? Yeah, I think so. I think um, it comes back to giving, 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 and then and then you've given out, and then you know you you at one point you like you used to have a lot of friends, you used to have all this stuff, but they was just they're using you. It just wasn't it wasn't real. And then sometimes the people you you looked at as as family they they betrayed you. And then sometimes you realize just how lonely you are and just how blessed you are for those few you have as a family, just like I, you know, we talked about. And, um, and I think that it's, it's, it's sad, but at the same time, you do have to remind yourself that we're all human and we're going to make these mistakes, but at the same time, it's still scary. And it is, but you know, there's nothing wrong with a smaller circle now. No, it's not. It's not. It's actually, it's actually a little bit safer for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, because, because I'm not here to live a life for everybody else. I'm trying to live the best I can with for myself. And then, you know, everybody's on this journey. I feel like everybody's on a uh, some type of spiritual movement journey, uh, trying to find themselves, reflection of a self. Uh, of your being and everybody's moving forward. But yet I see a lot of people going backwards still. And we've talked about this now for years, how you can actually see it in real time of people going backwards. Yeah. And then you go back into trust. You know, I, I think that trust is, um, trust is something very deep and, it's dangerous and it's um, it's scary, but yet when you're dealing with a lot of um, like in your situation, it's not really the kids anymore that you have the problems with. It's more of the adults because I see a lot of adults going backwards. Yeah, I mean, do you see that from an educational standpoint, or is it just in general? I mean- I mean, adults, I think a lot of, I think, I think it's easily to find disappointment in in adults and people you probably went at one time looked up to and one time seen them. I think it's hard to, it's hard to really live in a way without hiding and without showing exactly who you are. And I think kids, kids are true and they have an opportunity to really change the world and change things. And that's the hope for the future. And that's a, hope because you're dealing with almost like a, a generation or a group of people that's just lost and they're going to stay lost, I believe. Um, 
but with there, there's you know there's really no hope for them then, right? I mean, because yeah. you're right. Sooner or later, there's got to be a big change. Whether it's uh, you know, this world. I mean, something's got to happen, and this needs to happen soon. I I think that I do think that things could get better by 2022, and I'm really putting putting it all out there that things will come around after May June. Even if the even if gas was four dollars a gallon, uh, you know what the little economy that we deal with, it should stay intact. You know, of course, the rich are going to continue to get rich, the poor are going to continue to be poor, and you know, but the poor part is a mindset, I believe. You know, you can create the mind's really powerful, and I think that you control your destiny. And if you want to be poor and broke. You're going to be poor and broke, but you know, you can make whatever you can for yourself, but it just takes discipline. And that was something else I wanted to ask you. Do you feel like a lot of young people have discipline now or they're not able to be disciplined? I think a lot of kids crave discipline and structure and love and they, and they don't get it. I think that's that's something that's missing. Kids need it. Kids need structure. They need discipline. They mm-hmm. need love. And giving them what they want, letting them be disrespectful, letting them do these things, letting them speak out of turn, and not, not showing them in a, in a loving way, you're actually doing a disservice. And I think kids crave it. They need it. And I think that that's, that's one of the ways you can shape and change things. And, and you're right. You're right. I personally like the discipline. I like structure. I think if people had structure in their lives, and this goes across the globe, we would have less problems. Because that goes back to what we talked about earlier, that are people just standing around waiting for you to tell them to do something or how to think or how what to believe in? Because they don't have the structure, right? That's dangerous. That's right. They don't me. have the structure. Yeah. That's those wild sheep. And yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to see what's fixing to happen. Um you know, spring break's coming up. Do y'all have spring break here at the end of the month? We do in two weeks. Are you excited about it? Because you sound ecstatic. Man, you know what? I'm not. I mean, because I mean, you know, because I don't really it's I'm, I'm I'm so swamped till then. It's hard to look forward to anything. You know, it's hard to really look at it, make plans or anything else, because because I'm, I'm I'm swamped right through. You know, I'm a full time student too. I mean, I don't really get a lot of breaks. I'm just I'm just it's I'm barely getting through it. But I'm ready to take a trip, go somewhere, and we talked about that last week. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think I think that that's what we need to do. I think uh, everybody should take some them time and go on a trip or go on a ride, you know, cause I was like a kid in a candy store Saturday night because it it's probably been over maybe a year and a half yeah. since we've done anything like just, Hey, let's get together and go somewhere and sit. And we listened to Chris play acoustically and it was outside and they had these little fire pits and it was super enjoyable. I mean, it was cold. It got cold, yeah, it did. but we had a good time, but, and then I go, whoo, man, we kind of need this in our lives. Yeah. But that goes back to, is that a reflection? Were we going back to reflect of being out? 
No, I think I, that, I, no. We were just going to chill and fellowship and and, and exchange energy of friendship. I think we we need that, and I, it ain't really reflecting. It's just it's just appreciating what you have and what you what we all kind of um kind of kind of thrown away during this time. We had we had we find things that make us happy. We enjoy each other's company. We all have a good time. Sometimes we deprive ourselves of happiness. Well. I hope I hope they uh I hope they let you back into the United States. Me too, man. I hope so too, I, brother. I just I just read something. At the end of this month, we're gonna go back to the uh the Kendrick Johnson case because supposedly the news organizations are talking about the end of the month of something else fixing to happen. So I definitely want to keep going back and forth with this story okay. because it's one that we've followed since 2013. Yeah. And matter of fact, you remember we watched the last uh, where they assumed the body. Yeah, we did. Because it was on TV. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then hopefully we'll do another show here in the next few days or if not next week and something. And uh, we'll have Deborah on. Too. Uh, yeah, we need to do that. So let's try to do that next time, brother. Yes, sir. Be safe getting into the country. I love you, man. Take it easy. Bye. Love you. Bye.